Hello, everybody. What is that, Caleb? Oh, that was not it, Caleb. That Bing, was... boom, claw. That was not it, okay. Do you know, wait, I'm trying a new thing. Do you know what that's from? Oh. I'm trying a, a quote intro. Oh. Quote what did intro. you say? Bean, boom, I said, hello, everybody. Is that from Inside Bing, Out? boom. Hello, Clump. everybody. Michael Clump? Anybody? Oh, my. What is that from? The, the Office? The Office. It's, oh. it's Michael Scott dressed up as a big fat guy. And that's... <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> we'll see if anyone else gets it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna yeah, try yeah, a different yeah, one every yeah. every week. We'll try. Uh, you gotta we'll do the quote. You gotta game, get to you know? Brian Williams, um, you know NBC Nightly News kind of yeah. r- rhetoric or something. Dude, we should get you some background music too as you're doing, like or some like like do 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 like some like, dun, 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 intro, yeah, like yeah. like news, like okay, <laughs> here we go. I like it. Yes. Well, welcome to the Chronicles of Critics podcast. We are a film podcast. Or really, just a pop culture review podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, joined by my co-hosts, Connor and Andy. And Hello. tonight, we're going to be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. What? That is the movie topic of the night. Mm. They covered all their bases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're covering everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. All right at now. once. You know, right. I would say, right. if I were to review that movie, it was everywhere, everything, and just all at once. So you'd say it was a very well um, titled movie then? No, just the yeah, pacing yeah. was off. The story was everywhere. Oh my <laughs> it was all over the place. Oh the story my. was everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, review over. Hope you Done. guys enjoyed it. Yeah, yes. that was it. Okay. <laughs> Have Andy's a great uh, 30 second reviews. <laughs> that was my hot take. The hot take Andy's hot take. Andy's hot take. Um, well, before we get into our in depth review of this movie, I wanted to kick us off with a little icebreaker. So tonight, my question of the day is, what are you currently watching? This could be a movie you just saw for the first time, a TV show that you're currently watching or maybe just finished. Um, Andy, you want to kick us off with something that you've watched recently of note? Yeah, I would say Kaleidoscope. So this is the the latest hype show on Netflix right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, I guess the hype around it is you can watch it in whatever order you want. And Netflix made a big deal about they'll randomize it for every single viewer. That's and it cool. was very much okay. <laughs> very much okay. It was just a very much really, okay. Really, that's what your review is. It's, yeah. It, I'm the, very disappointed. I'll let you I'm not surprised. watch it. Watch but. it because you could, like, I watched it in like some random kind of order. But after that, I'm like, okay. You, you There's definitely a correct should order. just watch it in chronological order as it's supposed to be watched, like you'd watch a normal show. Yeah. For certain plot points to make sense. Mm, okay. They, I, th- I think there is a, cer- a, a a certain way you maybe could do it, but it's a it's an interesting idea to kind of do a show like that. But yeah. It, it yeah. Like not like you, it's almost too too broad of a concept. Like maybe a little gimmicky. Yeah, you need to have like because there there's no way for them to do it perfectly, right? I don't yeah. know. Maybe there is a way, but I, I like I just finished the last episode earlier this evening, and I, I had a thought of like, oh, you know, I they could easily do it in a better way if they did it like this, but because there's these big time jumps. Like throughout the show, that's like the the gimmick, I guess, of yeah. being able to watch in whichever order. Yeah, it, it just doesn't work as well. If if because it's a heist show, 
and had they done the the entire series as like one point in time with the heist from different points of view, I think that could have worked where it's mm. like, oh, this is the point of view of the heist from this person yeah. or this angle, the FBI or, you know, these people. Oh, are now you, that's an interesting concept. Do you feel like I the like way that. they did it kind of defeated the purpose of like the rising and the falling action and like the climactic, you know, yeah, episode I, took we, place so, in the beginning rather than the end? Like, yeah, we, we watched flow? like the penultimate episode, which is the heist first. Yeah. And I think the biggest reveal is in that episode. Sure. And so we weren't really... I wasn't too excited to watch everything that came before it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh great! Uh, oh, this, okay. This oh now. wow! Oh, interesting. It's kind of like uh, my friend in sixth grade who would read the last chapter of a book before he read the fr- the book, and I was like, "What's wrong with you? Yeah. You just ruined the ending." Exactly. That's the worst way to read a book. Or so, yeah, to find out how it gets there. <laughs> so, viewers, if you haven't watched Kaleidoscope yet and you're looking to find an order, I would just recommend watching it in. Chronological, or you can Google. Apparently, there's a Tarantino way of watching it, oh, and I kind okay. of it's intriguing. Ooh, okay, Andy, yeah. that's it. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that's the that's right Connor's order. version for that's, sure. Just yep. don't watch the heist I think first. I'm just gonna let it randomize it for me because I appreciate a different experience. You know, um, like Netflix did that kind of like choose your own adventure type. Um, like episode of a show. I think it was Black Mirror, it was maybe. Black Mirror, mm-hmm. where yeah. like. It would actually give you prompts on the screen to like choose A or B, and that would change the story that you watched. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't really pan out very well. Like, I don't think it enhanced my experience. It probably actually somewhat ruined my experience. Yeah. But I appreciated that it was a different way to watch something. So yeah, sounds like another thing of that. Yeah, Netflix has always been kind of about that. Like they did like the interactive. That was mm-hmm. the Black Mirror thing. They did a couple other things interactive. Um, on their streaming service, and none of them held up very well. Mm-hmm. It was all like all about the hype. Like people got yeah. really into it for the hype, and then they slowly just kind of like fizzled out. And now, well, that's know. why I say it seems a little gimmicky. And in my experience, the more gimmicky something is, the less good the it less ends up being. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, my uh, TV show is not so much about what I am watching right now. And what is I am planning to watch this weekend? Ooh, okay. The what is it? What you looking Paw forward Patrol to? Movie, right? That's it. Oh, what is it? Actually, there's a new Paw Patrol movie, no. and Northwest is gonna be in it. <laughs> and Northwest is gonna. No be in it. way! Uh, wow. Are you kidding that's me? That's amazing. Yeah, that's ne- the... Nepo baby, right? Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> Nepo baby. What? You're not wrong. Nepotism. Okay? Nep- <laughs> yeah. Nepo acting. No oh, okay. acting, yes. <laughs> uh, no, guys, I'm Wait, so... wait, I know what it is. Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? No, it's not coming out. That's not I even think it yet. comes out in February. Yeah, it's really? Like February. I thought it was coming out. Oh, okay. No, but there's a even bigger movie coming out February 10th. What Cocaine is that? Bear. No, the, the oh. 25th anniversary re-re-release of Titanic. Oh, <laughs> boo. Okay. <laughs> James Cameron, enough <laughs> with the re-releases. We get it. Okay, I'm done. But after... he remastered it again. Are you going to go 3D? see it? It is your favorite movie. Yeah, after all, I love seeing it in theaters. Oh my goodness! It, it raises the the stress like your heart rate just elevates Oof. during that last the third yeah. part. Andy, movie. no, thank you. I've only ever seen that movie one time. 
Go see it in theater. I've never, I've no plan. No. And then only one scene, like fifteen other times. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> fifteen is is being a little generous, but thank you. I appreciate it, Caleb. That VHS tape was worn out. <laughs> oh no. No, actually, I I never. <laughs> I never even knew that scene was in there because my mom would just fast oh, yeah, forward to yeah. it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is you, you can't see this part. They're it's, like, well, I'm like, what sad. French girls? <laughs> I don't understand the reference. I don't get that. Why do people keep saying that? <laughs> Let me draw you like one of my. Yeah, that have was you seen the too. reels or TikTok videos that are like it's that scene, but it's Leo's voice is like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I have. And like the and um, Kate Winslet's like a cat. Like one of your fr- my fr- your French you girls. One of my French girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's golden. Oh, man. Right, Anyways, well, what is it then? Guys, we, our guesses okay. were wrong. Yeah. What it's is your Titanic? It's not Titanic. It's not Paw Patrol. Oh, All right. Man. It is The Last of Us. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. First episode, I think even the second episode might be out now. Um, guys, this was like my all time, it probably still is my all time favorite game. Um, and it was just like, it made me cry. The game, like, just like, it, like left such a heavy toll. Like I was too afraid to even play it at night. It was so creepy. Oh. The like I straight up cried at the end and a little bit in the beginning. Now I was just more shocked in the beginning, but at the end I was just like you cried. I cried because of the feels or because the, of fright. Because of the feels. Okay. The storyline is amazing in really? the game itself, and I mean like you know, video games obviously aren't usually known for their stories like being so like immersive. That, yeah. That you get lost in the story versus the gameplay, but this was it. So, and I've heard nothing but great things about the TV show so far. You so. see, I wonder though, for someone like me who didn't play the game, am I going to enjoy that show? Yes, probably. Because then think you don't so? know what's going to happen. Yeah, you might you know? enjoy it more than I would. Really? Yeah, I might enjoy it more because it has Pedro Pascal in it. Mm. That's the real. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the real thing. That's it. That's <laughs> and it. it's so it's made. Like H, it's coming on HBO Max. I don't know what studio did it, but generally, like previous video game, like adaptations into like a TV terrible. show, have, have like been bad. Uncharted, yeah, that's Uncharted was like okay. Like the, the Halo, Halo series on Paramount terrible. was, yeah. I never watched it. I was like, I don't really care. But here's the thing. Oh well, no, Paramount usually does a pretty good job. But um, like, I feel like anything besides like Hulu, Netflix, HBO. And Apple Plus, uh, all their TV shows suck. Oh yeah, like Paramount Plus, mm, Peacock, not great. Peacock has the worst shows I have ever seen. Amazon, in my life. oh yeah, I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah, Amazon <laughs> will have a hit every once in a while, but they uh, tend Jack to, it's Ryan, the streaming they service everyone well. forgets they have. Yeah, for real, hundred percent. I haven't looked for a movie on Amazon <laughs> in a really long time. Yeah, since Lord we have of Amazon the Rings. for since other Lord reasons. of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, this is it. Like, and they pull like very closely from the game itself. So like I've watched like side by side scenes of like the characters talking from the game. And oh yeah, I've seen the, that. And the shot from this show and it's going to be good. And I've heard nothing but great things from tons of people, including people who have not, uh, played the games. Okay. Well, you've convinced me. I'll watch it. So yep. You I'm need in. To watch it. Let's do it, Connor. All right. All right, Caleb, what I'm are you watching? You. So what I watched this week, so movies are my ultimate thing, more than TV shows. Um, I got to watch Bullet Train this week, Connor's, nice. one of Connor's favorite movies mm-hmm. of 2022. Yep. Yep. Thought it was solid 6 out of 10. 
<laughs> nice. That's <laughs> absolutely disappointing. But, that's uh, down there, man. But, but that, that tracks for Caleb's uh, taste. You know, poor, <laughs> very poor taste, but you know. I don't understand how we have such different tastes. But what I what I wanted to talk about that I watched this week, um, that was a little out of my ordinary. Was it's called The Pale Blue Eye, and it's on Netflix with Christian Bale. And apparently the guy who plays Dudley from Harry Potter, yep, yep, I, that blew my mind. Which that was my, let everyone know that I was the only one at this table to have identified But him. you said he was Neville Longbottom. Okay, so that's what I Yeah, you really did, really Connor. Do not, okay. it's like saying, oh yeah, like it was totally Harrison Ford, even though it was Mark Hamill. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, hey, you were close enough. Indistinguishable? Is that what's going on? Indistinguishable. Like, well, you stuck to your guns. You're like, no, I know he's in Harry Potter. I know yeah. it. I backed up a long bottom. I was close, Andy. Let me have this. I don't get very much in life. (laughs) Let me have this. (laughs) Let me have this. Um, But the Neville Longbottom wannabe plays Edgar Allan Poe, and he's assisting like an investigator, like a Sherlock Holmes type character of Christian Bale in a military investigation of a death. Hmm. So it was. It's very intriguing. Honestly, watching the movie the whole time I watched it, I. Was not enjoying it. It was a very dark and disturbing movie. Um, so I wouldn't, I didn't enjoy it, you know? Yeah, you're really selling it, Caleb. I just kind of suffered really... through it, you know? I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> but I will say, at the very end, it is very satisfying. It's a good payoff. So if you can suffer through the movie, it makes it well worth it at the end. Yeah. For like the big reveal and the, you know, the mystery of it. Like, very well done mystery, I would say. Unlike another favorite movie at this table from 2022, Glass Onion. <laughs> you know what? I rewatched Glass Onion, and I liked it better the second time. I've, I've heard that. I've heard that it's much better the second time. Yeah. Um, it's just Ryan Johnson, man. Yeah, I've decided I'm not a Ryan Johnson fan. Really? Yeah. Did you you won me see, over, Andy. Did you guys ever see Looper? No, and if the one jo- Ryan Johnson did, did it, I won't. Ever before he was given The Last Jedi to no, direct he did, he did and write? at least three different movies before. Only before one of them the was last well Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And it was a remake. Um, but you know what? It was good. So it he had... actually, Ryan Johnson has a new show out on Netflix right now. Oh, yeah? Ooh, yeah. It's uh, a very similar, like, it's a, He's very type. obviously into very, like, murder mystery stuff. Yeah. He's found his, his niche. niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But it looks good. It's who's the the girl is in it, but then there's another famous male actor in it that I'm aware of that I know of. But anyways, look looks good. Call find that one show by Ryan Johnson that just came out right now that none of us can remember. <laughs> well, uh, are we ready to get into our discussion on the movie of the night? Oh yeah. yeah. Why not? Right. Well, as we are going to continue to use our set of metrics to judge this movie, education, entertainment, and influence, just as a way to frame our discussion, we're not super serious about the scores right now because we recognize that this movie may not be on the list of best 100 movies in the world, and that's kind of um, what we have been focusing on. But this is just a fun discussion. Um, so we will still go on our metrics and start in the area of education. Um, But just to frame, or I guess we'll start with entertainment. Um, So to frame our discussion, with entertainment, we're talking about basically just the enjoyability of a film. 
Um, and this goes into the level of acting. Like, was it good acting that kept me engaged or was it bad acting that pulled me out? Was it a good um, execution of the the style, the theme? Was it all consistent? Mm. Were there good effects? Was there good score? Like, all the things that make you feel things in a movie. Like, oh, the movie elements, you know? Things that make it a movie. So, what did you guys think? Connor, you want to kick us off with... I mean, you can throw out a score if you want for entertainment um, and then maybe just say why you did or did not like it to that degree. Guys, this was my kind of movie. This was what I am looking for in 2022, okay? <laughs> oh, it was so good. It, for me, it lived up to every second of the hype, all right? Everything. Um, really? Yeah. You know, I as you guys well know, I like movies that are typically a little bit weirder. Um, maybe not always appealing to the average to the average movie moviegoer. Mm, okay. So, uh, aka Caleb, the average mm-hmm. you know moviegoer. I'm, I'm a pretty average Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, because of that, I mean, I loved like just how weird this movie is. That is actually what really made it for me. So I mean, I honestly, I gave this a ninety-five out of a hundred. For entertainment? For entertainment. Whoa! Yep, 95. So, um, this this movie, you're going to rewatch this movie. You're going to... I almost rewatched it last night. Wow. If I had time today, I would have rewatched it before I came Dang. over here. But, um, no, this was amazing. I loved it. Are you kidding me? So, um... What I did mean, you love so much about it, other than it being weird? It was weird. But, um, just like the execution of... Every little thing. You know, it's very hard to do a multiverse movie right. Like, as we saw throughout the last couple of years, they've been yeah, doing Yeah, everything a lot of is the multiverse. Like, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home wasn't really a multiverse un- movie. It just had a little bit of multiverse A little bit of it, yeah. Little taste. In. It was a gimmick. The multiverse was a gimmick in that movie. Then you have Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which was just a crap fest. Just a mess. Just, it was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. I mean, it was... Overall, as a movie, it was decent, but um, the multiverse, the multiversal aspect of it was just like weird, it and didn't, they did a bunch of different things, and yeah, it didn't it, really help anything. Yeah, the end and the ending didn't land very well Oof, with me, and no. so um, just left a really bad taste in, in my mouth. And so then this movie, which obviously there's some very, I mean, I can't remember about what time frame. Doctor Strange and this movie came out. Which one came out first? Things like that. But there are very, very similar aspects of it. But hmm. everything that Doctor Strange fell short on, including the third eye, those little oh. forehead eye guy, Oof, yeah. everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once, did perfectly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The transversal between the multi universe, like multi universes, the yeah. Yeah, the I like, did like the mechanics of the changing universes. How like okay, mm-hmm. you can access the consciousness of another another version of yourself in a different universe by completing these actions. Like okay, yeah. you have to give yourself a paper cut between each finger, or like Dude. do the weirdest stuff. Yeah. To like okay, you want to connect to the gymnast version of yourself that's two jumps away. And to, like I don't know, it, do that. You have to eat like a tuba chapstick. Like <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. I thought that worked really well. Like it was super weird and yeah. like, uh, like out there, but it also worked. Yeah, dude, guys, so, the fanny pack scene where the guy is just going to town, just he's like, like using him as nunchucks. Yeah. Oh man, 
man, that was so cool. Come on, Andy, you gotta admit that scene was pretty awesome. Okay, well, yeah. What do you think, Andy? At in entertainment, where are you at? Um, how much? Did I think you enjoy the acting was was pretty good. It, it's a very fun movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it that. Okay. Yeah. Um, just just two words, maybe four words. Bagel Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Like. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Very strange, very strange character. Yeah, not a not a good part of that movie. But it's 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 a very interesting role for her in general. Um, but I would say probably the coolest aspect of the movie is seeing um, Data slash short short shorty shortstop shortstop shorty. Oh, shorty. That's like his nickname, shorty for short. I think he yeah. was, his name was shortstop. Shortstop. I think. Shortstop. Anyway, um, what's Indiana his name? Jones' sidekick in Temple of Doom. Um, K. Huai Quan. Anyway, that guy, right? Oh yeah. Which was his, this was his movie uh, cinematic return. Yeah, this was his comeback. Yeah, I think it's just super cool, and the fact that he, he got go. you know an Oscar nomination. I don't know if he actually won. I didn't actually watch the Oscars or anything like that. Did they but even happen yet? I thought they happened in February. Oscars? Oh, I think they won um, Golden Globe. I think he okay. Won. Yeah, there's there's yeah. all kinds of different. He won awards. the Golden Globe. One of those Globe. awards, yeah. but it's just super cool to see his return, um, and just to play his character in the way he did. And I'll, I'm I'm gonna say yeah, it's a very interesting concept for the film. I think the the title, like I said earlier, really explains my feelings about it. Where the movie really is everything, everywhere, and just all at once. And there's yeah. really no limits to. To what they can do, which again, it, it just adds to the fun, but it's it's a lot just thrown in your face, very randomly at times, mm. and f- for me, like, I didn't see it in theater, and I think if I had, that I, I might have had a different reaction, but I, I kind of got a little bored mm. like halfway through, like I could not even tell you kind of what happened. Oh, okay, yeah, in the that's second sequence, <laughs> like I just. Remember, you know, all the stuff going on with with their daughter, and then all of a sudden she was on some guy's shoulders with Raccoonie. <gasps> Raccoonie! That was the best part of the whole kidding? movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she mixed up Ratatouille and Raccoonie. You know, it's like that movie, Raccoonie. Raccoonie. It's like the yeah, other universe. Raccoon on his head. Like. I loved that they just like delved so deeply into that one aspect. Rakakuni yeah. was like a reoccurring character with like an arc. <laughs> she had to like go back and help the guy save Rakakuni to like. <laughs> yeah, and she yeah. Like picks him up and he, he's like, he's like, can she controlling, controlling her hair? hair. While she's running. Yeah. Rakakuni, they had like a whole robot raccoon, like, like doing it. It was like, that was so funny. Dude. So, I mean, when it comes to the aspect of it being a. Um, what do you? I can't even think of the genre. A multiverse movie, because I'm not. I'm not caught up on caught up on Marvel at all. I've the last Marvel content I watched was Loki, which was mm. like I guess the first. That was no, a good maybe WandaVision. That was a good multiverse, multiverse movie, but I didn't like it. Really? I think it's really? just there's well because there's more there's seasons no rules, to come. So my I, I I'm just not a big like multiverse guy because there's literally no rules. Yeah, and. You will, you know, obviously it's like, of course the writers are going to make rules for the heroes to win, mm. but the, the, the bending that happens to get to that point, it's always going to be in the benefit of, you know, whoever is the protagonist or whatever. So 
I'm just not super. It's not my cup of tea, you know. But okay, I so will say this is probably loads better than any sort of Marvel movie that's come out in the last <laughs> yeah. two years, though. So what would you give it then, entertainment wise? What's your score? Good, great, awesome. This is Seventy-five. Okay, so nice. great. Nice. You didn't like the whole. Uh... <laughs> All the what the 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 butt plugs the butt scene? plugs and the, <laughs> they the have dildo to, chucks to shit to shove something in the guy like straight up like sumo drops <laughs> onto the onto the. Uh, IRS award. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dude, the, I was dying. I was just dying from that scene. It you was know, so funny. You know what I thought about this? I thought it had a lot of elements of like a Japanese TV show. Have you guys ever seen like a Japanese or Chinese TV show? Not a live action one. Or like, like a game show. Okay. It is the most crazy, random, weird, awkward stuff you've ever seen. And it's so like zany and out of control there was a lot of that in yeah. this movie and i feel like okay i accepted it because this is like an asian movie like this japanese i don't japanese or chinese but like one of those you know and it had a lot of elements of that in it i was like okay yeah it's just kind of like part of the culture so much so to speak you know yeah as far as like this is their game shows this is how they do that so it made sense to me it clicked that like oh yeah that's why they can go there <laughs> we're like if this was a Marvel movie or something, I'd be like, oh, why? That's so weird. So, like, oh, yeah, no, it's a different there's no framing. way they could ever get away with that. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I think it worked for this movie. Um, I do have a listener comment on kind of what you were saying about like you loved how weird it was. Mm-hmm. Well, one uh, listener, Steve Kra, says, the weirdest movie I've ever seen. In my life. Yep, that's for sure. But definitely entertaining. Overall, I enjoyed it. So See? There we get go. Steve Kra's stamp of approval in the entertainment section. Also agrees that it's weird. Weird but good. So, yeah. yeah. Um, this may be surprising to you guys, but in this category, I gave it the lowest score of you guys with a 65. Wow. Why? Why is 65? Okay, the reason for that. Like like I said, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was good. Okay? Very good. Um, but maybe not necessarily great. And I, I was thoroughly entertained. I, I laughed a lot. I was engaged. But something that really took me out, I just really hated any time the daughter was on screen. Really? You hated the daughter? She was, boring. She was so annoying to me. I mm. could not even... Like, any time. Doesn't matter which character she was playing. Doesn't matter what scenario they were in. Somehow, she found a way to annoy me in every single scene she was in. And she was a main character. Oh, my goodness. So, like, I loved um, Shortstop. (laughs) Yeah, he was amazing. He was the best. Yeah, he stole the And even the mom was, like, really great throughout the whole movie. But, like, the daughter, I just, I could not stand any of her screen time. Um, and same goes for Jamie Lee Curtis, unfortunately. Yeah. Every character she played was very uncomfortable, I would say. See, but I think that was done purposefully. Like, sure. knowing Jamie Lee Curtis and obviously everything that happened in the movie, it was very purposeful about her being uncomfortable. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, yeah, I felt that as well, but I saw that as a directional choice, and therefore 
I was like, okay. So like because it. it was intentional to you, you f- you were okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I feel it that almost comes Lucas. off as like a parody film, you know, like those parody movies like Like a spoof. Um what's one? The the ones that Kung Pao. You've never seen Kung Pao? No. No. Kung Pao <laughs> is like the, the king of all uh like Maybe not a parody movie, but like it's kind of satire. It's like making fun of it's kung something movies. like scary movie, it's the not, scary movie franchise. It's not franchise. quite scary movie, but you're right. It was, it, 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 yeah, it comes off as like kind of almost. Par- it's not. It's not a direct parody of something specific in the genre. It's like they. they but it's used so all absurd. The it's so absurd of everything that happens. Where it's like, what's like the hot dog going to happen next? Yeah. Well, I think it's a movie that's not afraid to like laugh at itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't take itself too seriously. But then at the same time, it also like does. You know yeah. what I mean? But like it adds like a, it's like a good mixture between Thor: Love and S- Thunder, which has like no balance between serious and comedy. Mm-hmm. Again, Andy, you, you're not caught up on the Marvel universe. But. Oh yeah, I've already watched a billion threads on it. Oh, have you really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. I figured you knew something about it, but. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, A Pale Blue Eye, which would be a very long, serious, boring movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's a really good, um, that's a really dis- good description, I think. Yeah. It's where, like, like it finds a Long, a serious, balance. and boring? No, no. It's a balance <laughs> in between unable to find, like, being too, like, comedy-centered mm-hmm. for a somewhat serious movie mm-hmm. and then being too serious as well. It yeah. finds a good balance of driving the story forward and keeping you in the story in the moment without drawing you out because of its yeah of its like it can mm-hmm. be zany and weird yeah but it can also tackle some real thought provoking yeah. material yeah that's real so maybe let's let's use that as a segue into our education section because that is more what education deals with like the plot the storyline the message the theme um the maybe even the moral of the story. So I don't know. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on that, Connor? Of like, okay, yeah, it Hun- was pretty crazy. Hundred, but hundred, hundred in education. It was, the, dude, this movie. Okay, all right. So what did it bring? What's the moral? Connor? Are you kidding please, me? Please, please tell me. There, it's not that there's necessarily. I guess there it would be a moral. Maybe a strong it. message. What's this? The strong educational message, dude. Guys, you're missing. Ow. Was there a feather flying Did in the wind? Manage? No, it's not Forrest <laughs> Gump. It's not quite Forrest Gump. Gump. Okay. It's not like it's not like spoon feeding you the message. But, oh, okay. No, I'm I'm with it, you. I gave it eighty five in it's education. Kind of, it's kind of baby burden you the message though. You know, it chews it up for you, but you know you still got to catch it right. <laughs> um, so, guys, this is not a multiversal action movie. All right, this is a family drama. All right, basically mm-hmm. at its core, this movie is about a mother. A daughter, a father, and a husband. Mm. All right. This is about the family dynamics between this and how Michelle Yeoh, um, her character, and her relationships with her family around her. Not only her father, but her husband mm-hmm. and her daughter. Yeah. So starting off with the father, I mean, the first time you get introduced to the multiverse, you see like a flashback. I mean, she's like, you know, before in the early the beginning of the film, you see her talking about you know, how, like, strict her dad was. Oh, if he's found out you were gay to her daughter, then, oh, he would have a heart attack and die. And then, you know, she gets the first glimpse into the multiverse and into her past life and sees herself being born. And the doctor hands, you know, her to her father and says, oh, I'm so sorry, it's a girl. 
you know, he's disappointed, obviously, because you yeah. know, there's a lot of that in Chinese culture and things like that. Sure. But, um, and then, <clears throat> so you have that relationship dynamic with your father about, you know, her leaving, him being disappointed, seeing all the different timelines where she didn't leave him and what could have happened to her, her being more successful, things like that. Then you have her relationship with her husband, um, who was fantastic, by the way. Oh, dude. The best. Ki Hu Kwan, whatever. I can't, sorry, guys. That's, you know. <laughs> Data. <laughs> Data. Data killed it, man. Yeah. And you know what? He still sounds like Data. He really does. He, he sounds like a 12 year old. He still talks like, oh, gosh. In He's the funny. same, like, frame of mind, he was like, you know, I felt like I was kind of like watching the Goonies, like a little bit. He's like, guys, guys, yeah, <laughs> slick shoes, <laughs> um, which was fantastic. But you know, like you have him, you know, he's filing for divorce. You have their relationship. How you know she's not happy and therefore takes it out on him. He mm-hmm. doesn't really see like the true like joy. Yeah. These are serious topics, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then you have obviously the relationship with her daughter. And which is the main driving point the of catalyst. the story. Yeah, the catalyst of the story. How in another universe she pushed, she pushed and pushed and pushed her daughter and created this evil. And so now her daughter is going throughout the movie to um, basically find the version of her mom that is most like that version that was pushed and pushed and pushed. Mm. Right. So I don't know. It was fantastic. And the ending. And how everything all came together and how the relationships throughout um, were reconciled and re- recovered and was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, guys, I gave it a 100. I saw, I saw no fault. Mm. No fault in the message. So I, um, I'm with you, Connor. I think it, wow. was, def- it was even stronger in, in the education section. So like having actual meaning and worth as a film as opposed to just being purely entertaining. You know, I think it was stronger in the meaning and the worth of it than it was even in being entertaining. So I gave it an 85. Wow. And the reason similar to you, um, but I honed in more on data as character. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Raymond, right? Raymond. Wait, wait, Waymond. Waymond? That's not it. I, I, maybe I that's how. I thought it was how, a W. I thought it was a I W. I mean, he says it like that, but I think it's Raymond. I don't know. Maybe someone look <laughs> Way, it up. But... Wayland. <laughs> Wayland. That's it. That's... But Raymond, I think he provided a very hey, strong. It's Waymond. It's Waymond? Get out. Get out of Wayman. here. You're done. It's... It sounded like him being a kid. Like, you know how kids say W instead of R? That's just racist, man. <laughs> that's just. <laughs> No, that's L and R. That's yeah, oh yeah. That's fa ra ra ra. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he. It sounded like he's trying to say Raymond. Anyway, no, the only reason I know it's Waymond is because when they flash the divorce papers, I remember there being like a way. Okay, Waymond. Okay, Okay. <laughs> it is Waymond. Waymond. Well, I Waymond, I Wang. think he provided a very strong example to follow, like. Throughout this film, he is the strongest character, you know? He yeah. puts up with so much from his daughter, from his wife, um, from and yet he bears up under all the struggles. He's always, like, he kind of says it at the end of the movie, like, this is just how I fight. I fight with kindness, you know? Like, you yeah. can either, 
fight somebody back and overpower them, or try to at least, to get them to bend to your wishes, or it's kind of like nice guys finish last and win, you know? Like, oh, taking the high road, being the nice person, is actually a better way to win, because you still win, but the other person doesn't lose, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was Wayman's, like, his whole character-driven purpose. And even at the very end, when the auditor lady comes in and she's like, I'm going to shut down your whole business. I'm taking everything. This is your last chance. Like, she's really going after the mom. And then Wayman goes and talks to her, you know? And they end up reconciling. She's like, what did you do? I just talked to her, you know? That's all it takes. I just talked to her. I was just a nice person. And I think that he he provided a great example to follow in a film. You know, I, th- I think that's powerful. I mean, when you get down to it, film is just storytelling. And storytelling, historically, is one of the most powerful ways we can pass on values. This is why it was the oral tradition for the longest time. This is why in other cultures, storytelling is so powerful. This is why we have Mother Goose and Grimm stories. Like, yeah. It's because there's always a moral and a message to pass on. And in this case, I think Waymond provides us a good example to follow. That, like, we don't have to constantly be fighting the system or the man or whoever's in front of me. We can approach people with kindness and still get what we want, essentially. Like, yeah. even maybe more so. And so. Which, her fighting with kindness at the end was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was so great. That was, that was a pretty good twist. That was beautiful. <laughs> But, and I just think going more towards in general film, like the reason why the education section is just as important, if not more than entertainment, um, is because it gives us a vision for how life could be, right? And mm-hmm. all, all change, all transformation on a personal level takes place, it starts with vision. Like you, now you need intention and you need means in order to really make that change, but Vision, having being able to see, envision yourself. I could be more like Raymond. Waymond. Sorry. Waymond. Oh, come <laughs> on. Raymond, <laughs> Everybody loves Waymond. Um, <laughs> um, but seeing that, to see that, oh, I could I could be more like that person. So that I think that's powerful. And so for that reason, I gave it a high score in education. But wow. I want to know what Andy thinks in this. So I, I gave it low. Like for this category, I, I just don't see that much of an educational message that's like super just, it's not like the main point of this movie. They're not really trying to get a point across. I gave it about a 20. So a 20? A 20. Right. I think the deepest. Oh, did you dang. fall? Did you fall asleep in the movie? Or I almost did, did because it was that did, boring. Did so we not I think convince that, you at all? Well, no. Okay, so <laughs> I think everything that you guys just spent the last ten minutes talking about is more about the character development and the depth and the motivations and payoff of the characters throughout the story. So, yeah. it's, in my opinion, I think that's all story related, which they actually did very well on. I think they put a lot of thought and creative writing into the characters and incorporated all the fun but, but isn't and that part stuff of the around education it. and theme and no theme. so like i think so i'm i'm seeing the movie uh, more from like the educational standpoint of like the daughter right her motivations throughout the movie was like 
she's like this all-powerful being, you know, and she created this everything bagel, and she she got like, what's the meaning of life? And it's it's kind of just it's very it doesn't go too deep into it because it it did it's just way too confusing. I, I think it's very surface level conversation on on meaning, and I think that just carries throughout the whole movie, and so it's it's just. I've seen way better movies that go that kind of go deeper into that topic without exploring like oh every single possibility that could happen. Um, so yeah, to me there there just wasn't much much depth there as far as like real a real educational message. Mm. So I I have to disagree because mm. of the I mean the whole idea of the daughter was. She I mean, wanted to make an it everything bagel it and put everything on it. Right, but and what then if, she <laughs> they they like I honestly don't rem, like they they talked so much about the black the, the the black donut the black bagel or whatever. Yeah, and I it just I I don't know I I just couldn't comprehend what 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 she was trying to get to with it. She was trying to yeah you know like experience everything at once. Is that what it was? No, no. So. Basically, I mean, if you watch this, if you probably if you rewatched it, you'd see. But I mean, she when she created the everything bagel, what she, some of the things that she said that she put on the bagel were like old report cards, like the Craigslist personal ads, poppy and, seeds, <laughs> yeah, poppy, poppy seeds. There's one more thing, and basically, um, the idea was things that she was missing or her like. Uh, insecurities growing up as a child. I mean, she was obviously the reason she became this way was because her mother, which was a Michelle Yeoh in a different, or I guess Evelyn is the character's name, in a different timeline, um, would uh, was very strict and hard, and obviously pushed her farther and farther. And so there was a lack of love in this. Okay, and that was the kind of the climax of the. The story at the well, end there. Plus, it was, was like a representation of her, her like inner being and like the suffering that she felt. Like yeah. because she's this like universal being that has the capability to feel and be present in every single universe and can like jump in between. She's so she's feeling so much because of what her mom pushed her to yeah. that she's suffering to a great degree. And so she's trying to create something that makes everybody else feel that. And that is this bagel, this black hole of yeah. everything. You Which know? is very just boring. Like you said yourself, Caleb, she was the most boring character. <laughs> Every scene with her, you're just like, oh, come on. Like, oh, get over it. Yeah. Right? So for for such a deep conversation and, like, topic, it, it just, like, I mean, I don't think they intended it to be, like, this super deep movie about the meaning of life and, like, nihilism and stuff like that. I think it's they just, did 100%. It was a nihilistic movie. That was... But to, it wasn't that... That's not like the... That's not like the the flavor of the cake. Like, mm. that's just like maybe... It's one poppy The decorations. Seed well, the seed. I think... Seed on I think the probably what you're feeling, Andy, is that like, okay, on the one hand, it is, it is tackling these like deeper concepts, but because there's, there's almost outweighed by the crazy zany Japanese game show nature of it, that like, okay, yeah, if you try and explain that concept to me with a, an everything bagel that's like black and animated and swirling around, yeah, they're it making, really defeats it. Like, is that what you're they're saying? They're making like, a joke out of it. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They're not yeah. trying so it's to... it's lost that's on you. I mean, they're not trying to like be... 
this super deep movie. They're it's 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 lighthearted. They're like, let's have some fun with it. This is kind of just a broad message. Well, I think about it's both, it. man. I think it like it goes super deep to like yeah, the most penetrating questions a person can ask about existence, and then but it also but goes it, it, super it's, surface it's not, level. Yeah. But to they, the most it's stupid, not in a way crazy, where it's like creative the things The crux ever. of the movie. It 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 does it touches on it, but it's like. You know, imagine like an airplane flying in the air and like it just touching the ground real quick and the ground just being that that core educational message. It just taps it real quick when it needs that in the story, that that kind of seriousness. And then it gets absurd again. That's where I'm getting at. Absurd Mm. is a good word for it. Yeah. But I think I was able to separate those things. I think I was able to appreciate the like absurdity of it and accept that of like. Yeah, this is just the kind of movie that it is, and it's it's being really fun and lighthearted, but it doesn't take it clearly does not take itself too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, I think, very intentionally covering some of those deeper, harder questions of like, yeah, family dynamics of like, what's the hardest question in the world? Does my mom love me? You know? Yeah. That's a really hard question. And you know another just movie as hard that as touches does on existence that? matter? Like what movies? Austin Powers, dude. <laughs> does my dad love me? Does my brother love me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a common theme. Yeah. Now that is actually a parody of um, that is a parody movie. So yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, Connor, any other thoughts on the education realm? Uh, I could keep going, but you know, go ahead. Say say it's something else. Like yeah, that was just a statement. I can oh, okay. keep going. No, I, so I, we're done. <laughs> oh, I could I could talk for yeah, weeks talk about this. Talk forever. Actually, I, I really I'm mean I could not talk Take anymore. You weren't supposed to call me out on that, okay? <laughs> well, uh, I won't add anything more either. Then I think I said my piece. Um, yeah. We uh, we are on a final section. Then influence. The influence. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? Um, as far as its influence on pop culture, its influence on the film industry, its influence on each individual person and maybe i'll kick it off with a listener comment for this section um maybe. by our old buddy caden hammond oh wow. so caden says our this was buddy. one of my favorite movies of the year it's not quite perfect but it has genuine heart and you can tell that everyone put their best foot forward to make this chaotic drama action comedy sci-fi flick <laughs> i cried I'll say it. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, I might not. I it might not age well, but I can't think of many things that harm this ridiculously imaginative film. Yeah, uh, I know one thing that will harm it: a sequel. Oh, <laughs> dude, I know they better nothing not. so anywhere. Yeah, yeah I, ever I'm, at all. Ever at all. <laughs> I. It's just one of those things. I think uh. it was meant it. It was meant to be a one-off movie, and I think it, yeah. it excels in that in that area because it it's it's different enough, and it's just a different taste than the 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 kind of just poop that Marvel's pumping out right now, yeah. um, and soon <laughs> to be DC. So, it, I just so hope that some random studios like we need to start pumping these movies out because the, the first one did really well. Yeah, because that that never works. That yeah. never works. See, what I hope that comes out of this is not so much of a sequel, but as a change in creative direction. about Because mm. I think what made this movie special is, number one, it's an indie film. These are the directors, the Daniels, 
Do you know they, what what other thing they they directed? I before do. This? I haven't seen it. It's called Swiss Army Man. Oh no, I'm talking about the music video. Oh no. They've they've directed Swiss Army Man, and then the only other thing I believe they've directed is a music video for the song Turned On For What. No way. <laughs> yes. Dude, I gotta watch that music video now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, apparently, Swiss Army Man, I heard, I actually, I did want to watch that, but it's with Daniel Radcliffe. Yep, another Harry Potter And uh, Paul Dano. Uh, recently made Swiss famous. Swiss Army Knife? It's not... Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Okay, it's not Dual Guns Akimbo. That one... That was... So dumb. That was really dumb. It was so dumb, it was really good. That's what I imagine but... Bullet Train's like. No, Bullet Train's not dumb. Okay. It's just crazy. Gotcha. So, but um, Swiss Army Man is with Paul Dano, so recently made famous by the Riddler in Batman. Oh, which was that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe, where I believe Daniel Radcliffe plays basically like like a rag doll, like he's a dummy that that Paul Dano and him are trapped on an island, (laughs) and... Daniel Radcliffe's body does different things. It's like a Swiss Army knife. Like a Swiss Army knife. And so I believe that he uses Daniel Radcliffe to, like, survive and escape eventually. I need to watch it. I really want to watch it, especially after watching this movie. I've been intrigued by that movie. I've heard decent things about it. But the influence, I hope, is that that comes out of this is that the indie market for movies like these is not dead. Yeah. Because that's, that's good. That's good influence right there. Yeah, it's reinvigorating the this like side of filmmaking, which we need. We need this. Oh, Otherwise, we get Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness yeah, every year. We just year. get these giant yeah. franchises just pumping out meaningless movies, thoughtless, meaningless yeah. movies. That yeah, like at that's first, a good point, Connor. Yeah, at I like first, that. They were great. They were doing a great job in their little niche, and now they're too big for their own good. Yeah, and. They're yeah they're kind of destroying the other aspects of film industry. So on this movie especially took the world by storm. I mean, indie film it made its budget back like ten times, and Love so that. Um, literally came out of nowhere and just people flocked like marketing. I didn't know anything about this movie no. other than word of mouth, and I think that is huge to say, especially nowadays. So. So what's your score? Influence, I put a 90. 90, dang. I think that this, for what it did in this day and age, um, is incredible. All right. And not to mention, guys, it's award season right now. Mm, And and they they were... Dude, it's sweeping. It has 11 Oscar nominations. Dang. And it's won in previous, you know, Academy Awards. Yeah, 11 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director... Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, um, and Secondary Best Supporting Actress. Like Done, you guys. everybody in this movie is getting rec- is getting like accolades, which they, they deserve it. Yeah, even uh, all you all you haters out there, the Stephanie Huas Sue. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know how to say her last name. But yeah, the daughter. <laughs> yeah, including me. I'm I'm a hater. You're the her. hater. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> You know what else she's in? You guys ever seen um, Mrs. Maisel? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on no, Amazon Prime? It's actually a really good show. Um, especially if you like Gilmore Girls, because um, it's mm. the same writer. I, I do not love Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'm not saying I love but Gilmore I, Girls. But I mean, Hayden does. And you we are. watched it. I mean, that's what she just said. <laughs> but she's in that. She's in the oh, second okay. season. Wait, uh, are you talking about Michelle Yao? No, I'm yeah. talking about the daughter. Oh, the daughter. 
Stephanie. Stephanie Shu. Shu. That's what it is. Shu, shu, shu. I like Michelle Yao. Yeah. Um, I got, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. One of my favorite uh, romantic comedies is Crazy Rich Agents. I, I will oh. watch that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I, really? I do like that one. I, I will watch that, that anytime that movie's on. Boo. I will watch it. Boo. <sighs> that gets a thumbs down in my book, man. How what? dare you? I thought that movie was terrible. What? <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Let's but, just add another movie to the pile of movies we don't agree on. Guys. I know. Come on. <laughs> What what has happened to us? I don't understand. Every time I say I hate a movie, you guys like it. And you're like, oh, you have terrible taste. And then every time I'm like, I love this movie, and you guys hate it, you're like, oh, Caleb, you're so simple. Yeah, you, you liked that movie? Oh, you're so simple. Like, come on. I can't win with you guys. You are, Caleb. You're just a simple man, all right? Living a simple life. A simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Yeah. You know that's from? Star Wars. Uh, who Jingle says Fett. it, Andy? Django Fett. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Andy. Oh, nice. Just a simple man trying, trying to make my way. What is that, from the Book of Boba Fett? No, that's, well, doesn't that's he say, the worst doesn't Star Wars he repeat, movie of all time. Attack of the Clones. Doesn't oh, really? he repeat that line in The Mandalorian? That's, uh, yeah, Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett says, my yeah. father was just a simple man. Trying to make his way in the universe. I don't know if he goes that far, but he does like refer to his father oh, in that yeah, way. It's right. like a callback. Anyway, Andy, do you have a... Thought on influence for this movie. I mean, I I always champion when it's just writer director team doing their thing and making it just it's just a one off movie. So, um, I think the industry in itself it, it came out at an interesting time when Marvel starting to get into the whole multiverse thing, and I wish that this movie had come out like. Five years before, yeah, it before actually that, did, like, and I think it would have done. Although it, it just, I don't know if it would have gotten the recognition it did mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's kind of hard to say. I think it is. I think time will will tell how much influence it has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do really hope that it it crushes because I remember watching the trailer in theater and thinking it was part of the MCU or something. Right. Because yeah. it's like, oh, superheroes, and that's like 99% of trailers in theaters these days. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm super happy that it's, it's not. And it's just, you know, two people with a vision. And right. so, always got to reward that. What, so, what, yeah. what more can you ask for? Yeah. I want more, not of this, but of two people on a vision. Maybe even one person on a vision. Maybe three. So what's Maybe your score, Andy? What I do you don't know. It's hard. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, well, I agree with you, Connor. I think it does it does influence the indie film industry mm-hmm. greatly. Um, it's a little hard to say more than that, um, but at least personally, I think uh, I did hear a lot of hype about this, and I think it, it, it broke into the popular culture, you know? No, like, definitely. People saw this movie. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I would give it a seventy. Um, wow, an influence. I think it's I think it's great influence. Um, and yeah, usually if it has good ed- education value, if there's meaning and worth to it, that's better influence because I think the personal influence it has is greater. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other listener comments. Jakey Lauks. Jakey Lauks. Old faithful. Uh, he just says. 
this movie dunks on all other 2022 movies. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. might agree with you, Jakey Laux. I mean, it's a shame that we we didn't watch this movie in 2022 because we probably would have included this on like our list of I would say at least top five movies of the year. Yeah, because I mean we easy, had 100 Avatar, yeah. Batman, and um, what was the third one that was like our favorite? Oh, Top Gun. Top Those Gun, were like yeah. the best ones. Not mine. And then yours was like also Bullet Train, I think. This would have been on there, though. This would have been the fifth. This would have been... Possibly even the fourth. And probably in my top three. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely influential. Um, Although, we did have one commenter say, um, Brandon Barry 861 says, Okay, movie. Slightly overhyped. And I think that is something that I suffered from a little bit of like, okay, everybody hyped this movie up. I mean, even last time on the podcast, we were like, everybody's saying this movie is the best one of 2022. So I I went into it with that knowledge of like high expectations. (laughs) And then, but then you guys watched it before me. Yeah. And you both, I remember you both saying. I did not watch it before you. You didn't? No, because I watched it this week. I watched it a couple days ago. For the first time? It was a... it was yeah for the first time. Oh wow. Okay, Gigi. Andy, yeah, Gigi. Andy and your wife Gigi talked me down again because you saw it and you're like, it's not that good. No, Mason. yeah, I thought Mason it was only talked okay. Mason too because Gigi freaking loves this. Movie. Yeah, Mason saw it in theater and he said it was just too much. So they watched it after the hype. The hype hyped them up. They went in with high high expectations and it didn't meet up to their expectations. So they lowered them again. For me. So first I was high, going in with high expectations. Then I lowered them back down after they saw it. And then I watched the movie and was like, okay, I feel like I was evened out to be able to go with almost a blank slate. Yeah. Um, Or at least an even ground to be able to like, okay, they were high, then they were lowered. So now I'm like, okay, I've heard mixed reviews at this point. It wasn't all hype. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I I went into it with with kind of a an even mind about it. And I think that helped me enjoy it more. All right, Andy influence. I would say 70, 72. Okay. 70 also 70 as well. 70 also (laughs) the, the one I'm sorry. It's just the one thing that just gives me hope in this movie and tears. Rakakuni. Dude. (laughs) When he's, when he's (laughs) in the cage, taken away by animal control and he's just like no. you know clawing away he's like oh no <laughs> like that is so freaking awesome dude, dude yeah Rakakuni was my favorite part which, of this I don't movie even, I don't care if it has nothing to do with influence I just threw that in there I mean hey you know what it took influence from Ratatouille Ratatouille there oh there you go Rakakuni yeah. Rakakuni oh, just like how ridiculous that whole thing was and wh- how far that they took it was just perfect. I just loved it. That's <laughs> so Oh, that's going to be my Halloween costume this year. Is Rakakuni? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll just come up in a chef's outfit and then have like a pet, like a stuffed raccoon. I, I hope somebody will get it. I, I just love so. how like... It's costume. Right, the, exactly. The whole thing came about because she needed to like access a version of her with a consciousness that like she was like a really a pro at doing the whole table yeah, um, the, um, serving. Benihana. Yeah, like the Benihana style cooking. It has a name. You guys. But then like, oh, that person has a backstory and there's somebody else who cooks even better than her. 
But the They're reason he cooks better is because of Rakakuni, and she exposed him. And <laughs> it's like she's creating these enemies and then like reconciling with them. And Rakakuni is in danger, and it's like its own movie. Mm-hmm. In a it movie. really is. You could just watch that. Like just do like a clip of that, and that's what. It's a short story. <laughs> or the same goes for the the hot dog finger universe. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. That whole really? thing and how they were like, oh, now they're like playing piano with their toes instead, and they're I like know. living life with these hot dog fingers, and it's just so ridiculous. But they're like taking it seriously in a sense of like they're going for it. They're telling this story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a throwaway. Ha! Ah, look, like see. It's like what you were saying in the beginning, Connor. Yeah. With like Doctor Strange, they did the multiverse and it was completely pointless. They like went through seven different multiverses and it was like Blue's Clues jumping into a picture. Like, yeah, yeah. There was <laughs> nothing. There was nothing of substance to Paint World. It was mm-hmm. just oh, that's a cool visual for like literally three seconds. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with the story. Where the hot dog world, as s- silly as mm-hmm. that is, it actually had a point. And it yeah. showed, like, oh, that's how they connected. Like, the, the auditor lady and the mom. Yeah. Like, at the very end, oh, the, the, she accessed a version of herself that they were actually in love in that, in that version of it, you know? <laughs> so it so helped her kind of see, so. like, you're not just a terrible person through and through, and I can relate to you in a way. Like, I don't know. I thought it was really beautiful how they did that. So. Yeah. I'm doing the raccooning. Halloween that's costume. that's you're still stuck on that. Huh? <laughs> yes, I'm, you guys talked, and I'm just like, I'm man, still that's thinking about that. Costume. How am I gonna make this happen? Okay, <laughs> guys, I have a challenge for you. I want you, if you have time, to rewatch this movie. Don't have time. Oh, Andy, <laughs> you, you, you give me give me a year. Money. I gotta. I, I'll My watch Showtime it next year. subscription. Well, I want to see ended. So I want to see. You have a month. You. <laughs> I w- I'm just interested to see if you guys watched it a second time. If you would have a different opinion on it. I mean, gotcha. I feel like I have a pretty high opinion of it. I gave it, like, yeah. overall, my score is probably, a, like, 79. So I thought it was great, just not awesome. Or it was, like, borderline awesome. I stand by that. Fair I much. thought it was just great. Well, that is what we collectively have decided, apparently, because our overall score is... Um, in education, 68.3, so mm. good. In entertainment, 78.3, so great. And then influence, 76.7, also great. Overall score, 74.4. So wow, we think this movie is great. It's a great movie. That's a great movie. I can stand by that. It is. 100%. Fan-freaking-tastic movie, guys. <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to... Did we already talk about this? What are we looking forward to watch next? Wait, just real quick before we get into that. Um, do you know where this falls on our lineup of other movies? No clue. Okay, so um, do you want to know, though? I can tell Sixth you. Sense. What's, what is it? Better than The Sixth Sense. No? Well, keep in mind, Sixth Sense is only one degree lower than Avatar The Way of Water. So we... Like, oh, wow. Sixth Sense was a high movie. It was in the 80s, but um, this one is right above No Country for Old Men, which is very interesting because I feel like that's also a nihilistic film with, like, deep It is, 100%. Meaning. I yeah. mean, comp- incredibly different. I also loved that movie a lot more than you guys, so. True. But, but 
That one was a 74, and am this I, was 74.4. Am I a nihilist guy? <laughs> am I? And it's right below. Guess. Guess what it's right below. Uh, I can't even think of any movies we've reviewed last year. Okay. Uh, it's The Matrix? The original Top Gun. Ah. Uh. So not as good as the original Top Gun. Oh, man. Better than... Okay, I'm changing no my score. I need to bump this. It's <laughs> so much better than the original Is it better Top than Gun? The Mummy? Because The Mummy's above Top Gun. It's not better than The Mummy. Okay, so you think this should be at like 74.9. Yes. Basically. I needs to be, it needs to be Top Gun. It, it's very close. It's if definitely we were lower to factor in uh, our, our listener scores, do they give scores at all? No, I didn't... Um, you didn't ask? I didn't ask this mm. time. I did, I just figured not as many people, people just have, have to seen trust it our, to be able yeah, to give a review. Collective I don't appreciate when people opinion. give a review without seeing the movie, so I didn't I didn't want to do that. Mm. I shouldn't have been you, on po- podcast for a bit. Though. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, no, you should. <laughs> you should post now. I want to see, and we can talk about it next episode of what our listener scores. Okay. A briefly, a brief thing of what our listener scores are for everything, everywhere. Yeah. All yeah, do like, I don't know if you can do... A follow-up. When we post the episode, I think we can also do it on there, too. But I'm curious. There is there is an option for, like, on Spotify, you can do polls. But Ooh. I did one for the Avatar episode, and only one person responded, and it was me. I knew so, it. <laughs> so the polls don't really go anywhere on Spotify. You have to do it on Instagram. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, well... Um, any other final thoughts before we close? No. no. Guys, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's worth It's, it's worth, worth a watch. watch. It is worth the watch. Yep. It's on Paramount Plus, I believe, if you get the Showtime extension. Yeah, it's on Showtime, basically. It's on Showtime. You have to pay for it. Because you can get Showtime through like Hulu, I think, or And Amazon. guys, I did it again. I got the, the free trial, and I forgot to cancel it. Yeah. So oh, I man. paid $13 for this movie. Me Thank too. you very much. But you know what? You Other, too, Connor. Me too. Yep, yep, I did that as <laughs> you well. You know, I'm fine with that. I hope they get. I hope they get like 25 cents from me having to pay 13 dollars. So, so you know what though? You saved. Uh, you saved seven dollars because the only other way to watch it is, is to, to rent it, rent it like, for twenty bucks. Yeah. Okay. So, That's know. thank you. That that makes me feel better about Validated. it. Validated. Because I stink and hate forgetting to cancel free free trials. It's uh, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for sticking around with us. If you made it to the end of the episode, um, hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a, a comment or a review on Spotify. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like, how, how we can improve. And as always, um, check in with us on our Instagram page at Chronicles of Critics. Um, I will post different things on there, polls, questions. We'll read your comments if you comment on certain posts. So we just love engaging with the listeners and hearing what you guys have to say. Because, I mean, when you get down to it, this podcast, it's all about talking movies. Um, So we like to do that with each other. We like to do it with you. So please follow us and let us know what you think. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on the Chronicles of Critics. Featuring ours.